So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically such as this, this thing here. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for another people's talk show. Excited to connect. Looking forward to, uh, yeah, going over the weekend. Hope everyone had a great weekend and uh, lots of things unfolding as we speak. So I got about four or five different subjects to touch on. And then we'll love to open up the phone lines and get your guys' thoughts directly. So hope everyone is doing well, as I mentioned. Let me know if we have any uh, first-time viewers in the chat. Definitely would love to find out uh, what neck of the woods you're calling from, as well as give you a quick shout-out. And then, uh, yeah, I also want to hear from you as well. So feel free to give me a call uh, when the phone lines open up, 313-462-0027. Okay, so uh, I feel like it's been a while since I've done a live stream. But uh, it just happened this past Friday. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the Mike and Mario show and uh, trying to still work on scheduling and things like that on my side. I want to do more videos, but yet it's one of the things where trying to balance it out to where I can cover enough, but also uh, get a chance to check in with the community. So that's one thing I'm looking forward to coming up with new ways to do that as well. So uh, as I always mentioned, if I have any content creators out there, any other individuals that love uh, being able to share their thoughts and analysis, definitely reach out to me in the telegram or just shoot me an email. Uh, definitely love to collaborate with you and hopefully help, uh, help you spread more of the good news yourself. All right. So let me see, acknowledge a couple people, get through some maintenance and then jump into some headlines. We have Mr. Nick Hunter. We got Mark checking in LBP, uh, funny colors checking in Mr. Nitty. We got Frank, uh, says G day. We got Broadlight broker. All right. We got Gail. Appreciate you. We got Jason checking in as well from Southern Cal SG. Uh, we got Grateful Press from New Jersey checking in as well. Ed checking in. P Pamela checking in from New York. All right. Fair amount of people here, man. Appreciate you guys for blessing me with your presence. If you don't mind, just for the sake of uh, hopefully notifying more of the community, hit that thumbs up button. And hopefully the algorithms trigger uh, those uh, bell notifications. Because once again, it's unfortunate. I read uh, comments and they say, hey, Mike, I'm still not getting notified. <sighs> it's one of the things where it's it's give or take. I try to do the best I can. That's why I really encourage people to connect on more than just YouTube, uh, preferably, just so you'll always be able to stay plugged in because it's good to say as time moves forward, as I always mentioned, YouTube will not notify people. That's just how it goes, unfortunately. Uh, we got Andy checking in from Indiana uh, as well. Uh, Pickleberry Miss from Australia. How you doing from Brisbane? How are things in Brisbane? Uh, haven't heard much about Down Under as of lately, so definitely get, feel free to, if you can, give me a call when the phone lines open up. We'd we'll love to hear about uh, how the uh, all the events have unfolded in your neck of the woods. Okay, enough ranting. Uh, let's get to some headlines. Uh, let's do a little maintenance first, and then we'll jump right in. And so I want to make sure uh, <laughs> today happens to be a, uh, a unique day in of itself. Uh, I, before I get to uh, the homework side of things, let me just share with you why today is a unique day. So here we have uh, President Nixon, August 15th, basically 51 years ago temporarily suspending the gold window. And ever since then, the world has been you know, heading for this upcoming moment to where the debt Ponzi scheme nature of our monetary system 
will be uh, rebranded, put it like that, if things work out the way that the orchestrator of this correction plans, transition us from gold to paper and digits to solely digits in the near coming future with the CBDC rollout. Uh, but anyway, just share some thoughts here. It says, today, exactly 51 years ago, President Nixon made the ex- announcement that the U.S. dollar's convertibility to gold would be suspended, putting an end to the Bretton Woods system. It says, government spending has skyrocketed since the Nixon shock, but it is now coming to an end. And the reason I say that, just because we have more than enough evidence at this current moment from all of the mainstream economists as well as well as alternative media economists just giving us all the signs and clues like you know it's just a matter of time but in the meantime uh, if you're in the u.s and particularly utilizing the federal reserve note you still have more time because all the other currencies around us more than likely will go belly up first before it all makes its way back to the shores of the united states of america and there and then at that point eh, yeah game over okay so let me just uh jump in real quick do some maintenance and then Cover some headline topics, and then we'll keep it moving. All right, so I want to make sure everybody knows, for those who might be new to the community as well as those who might be returning members, the link beneath this video here is the link where you can find all the resources for the channel. I want to make sure I encourage people, if you had not already, uh, the Bullion Max starter kit for everybody in the U.S. It's available, one per household while supplies last. So, so far, I haven't heard that they are not able to ship it. And so I also got a new shipment, so I'll do a little pre-box opening uh, to give you an idea of what it looks like to have all that variety in your hands there. But as you guys can see here, Silver Starter Kit, and uh, it's a good way to get your weight up, as I always recommend. Not financial advice, just common monetary sense, in my opinion. But if you're interested, definitely take advantage of the opportunity. The link is in the description. And also, because you will not get notified on YouTube, once we get into a full, outright, recessionary, and of course, Jamie Dimon says something worse is coming, and I, of course, Peter Schiff is mentioning it. You know, we're going to see something of the likes we've never seen before in modern history. And at that moment, I don't anticipate YouTube actually having monetary and economic and financial news channels up anymore. So RT Locals is a private company. And so therefore, I will be streaming there full time once we go belly up on this channel here. So if you have not, make sure you connect with me there just to stay plugged in. And of course, support is always needed. As I mentioned before, we'd love to be able to bring on a couple of people to help me out, uh, whether it comes to the marketing as well as just producing, help me get all this information together so I can package it in a more easier, timely and fashionable manner to get out to you guys. So, but it takes currency. Anyway, if you want to be a blessing, feel free to donate. Any amount is acceptable in my opinion. And of course, the RTD blog, I encourage you to check in with there every day. I put fresh articles up if I can. And of course, RTD. IQ, dollar IQ is still at 62%. So we got a lot of work to do, people. I'm trying to educate people on the difference between lawful money and fiat currency while there's still time. And then, of course, I got just uh, crisis reports here and all the other things here that uh, could be a good resource for those who are just coming across this information and having in their monetary awakening moment for whatever that's worth. All right. So, only headline of the day. This is what I'm going to get into. And then we'll get into Michael Burry just because that's important. But, you know, all the uber wealthy billionaires have already been dumping stocks, so it's not really surprising, but it is shocking that uh, what his most recent portfolio looks like. But just one thing I want to bring to your attention something worse than a recession is coming, says JP Morgan. And so Jamie Dimon has been given permission to basically speak truthfully, and he's more so trying to cover his own tail because his bank is one of the two big to fail banks that have ultimately put us in a situation to where they've drained the world of. 
of, of, of purchasing power for the most part, utilizing the Federal Reserve note as a weapon. And so something's changing. He knows what's going on. And so, of course, they're well prepared. But it's just interesting how he's become very vocal against the same people who are shareholders or, or his company is shareholders in what that means the Federal Reserve Bank. But anyway, just real quick. And uh, if I can zoom in here to make it a little bit easier to read, that'd be good. But uh, it says the boss of Wall Street banking giant, J.P. Morgan Chase, Damian Diamond, was, has warned investors the likelihood of a downturn of the U.S. economy, uh, saying that something worse than a recession could be on the horizon. It says, according to a Yahoo Finance report on Saturday, Diamond noted that an economy is strong while businesses and consumer balance sheets are in good shape. And then he said, uh, however, pointing out that there are storm clouds on the horizon, including including rising oil prices and higher interest rates. And so just look at some of these ballpark figures that are just real vague in nature. But you always take what you're told. You magnify it at least one or two times. That gets you closer to the truth just because they were to just come out outright and he says something like it's a 70 or 80 percent chance that there's going to be something worse than a recession. Uh, the people will more than likely panic. The markets will respond unfavorably. And as you can see right now, based upon the continuous optimism with overall equities market, the fact that it's predominantly in the green, even though it sells off every now and then. But just the fact it's trending either sideways or still moving upwards lets us know that something is completely belly up and that they're deliberately propping this thing up. Do, they're literally trying to buy time. I'm not sure to what, but we're going to find out. But as always, as I mentioned, usually September market volatility is really intense. So I'm assuming that's why Michael Burry is preparing for Q3 where things might get a little rough. But anyway, back to this little headline here and then we'll move on. Uh, let me zoom in just a little bit more so it makes it easier. And so this is a quote from Damien Diamond says, when you forecast, you have to think differently. What is out there? There are uh, storm clouds, uh, rates, quantitative tightening, oil, Ukraine, war, China, whatever. If I had to put odds, a soft landing would be 10 percent. A harder landing or mild recession is 20 to 30 percent. And then it says here a harder recession, 20 to 30 and maybe something worse at 20 to 30. So how many 20 to 30 percent? Can you put out there before you just literally blowing smoke up the, the the journalists, you know, rear end with all these vague numbers here? So, like I mentioned before, let's put it at 60 or 70 percent heading to possibly possibly heading into Q4. Don't put my I wouldn't put I wouldn't be willing to bet on that just because the manipulators are able to do and keep this thing propped up a lot longer than we'd all anticipate it. Which, once again, I say manipulation is your friend because it buys you more time. And that's how I look at things. Anyway, let's keep moving. Uh, let me move some things around real quick, just because if you're in the chat, uh, brave, do me a favor, speak some English, my friend, because I can't read what that what you're putting out there. Okay, so we got Jamie Dimon talking about a possible storm, something worse than a recession, and then also, I, 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 you know, I love to just continually remind uh, people uh, based upon prior uh, speeches given, and so Jamie Dimon has also. Back in April, mentioned his concerns. And then in June, most recently, he happened to have said this in a little conference here. So I'll play this. It's, we, right now, it's kind of sunny. Things are doing fine. You know, everyone thinks the, the Fed can handle this. That hurricane is right out there down the road coming our way. We just don't know if it's a minor one or Superstorm Sandy or uh, yeah, Sandy or, or uh, Andrew or something like that. And it's, you, you better brace yourself. 
It's a hurricane coming. Brace yourself. We don't know what kind it is, but I tell you, it won't be pretty no matter what. And evidence uh, as to what type of event is coming always plays out. It always plays out in the way that you look at some of the most contrarian investors. And here we have uh, the big short. Michael Burry liquidates his entire portfolio, holds just one stock at the end of Q2. And so here you have a very famous investor had all his predictions from the great financial crises. And he's a prominent figure just because people follow his Twitter account because he's been very outspoken. He's got in trouble with the regulatory bodies. They've came to visit him a couple of times saying, Hey, you know, you're talking a little bit too much, dial it down, or we're going to, you know, investigate you in some capacity. So he disappears every now and then, but just the fact this information came out in reference to what happened at the end of Q2 lets us know that uh, he is, seen some things that's probably coming in the near future. And then also we've been talking about over the last year and a half, how there has been a lot of billionaires, all the major tech company CEOs, as well as founders have all liquidated a substantial portion of their holdings just to, just to get light a little bit, just to get some cash on hand because of the fire sale that's coming. So it's nothing new, but when I looked at this uh, headline here and just got a chance to read uh, into it a little bit. It's very interesting, but here is a tweet actually that was quoted here. And so this is Cassandra.bc, which is Michael Burry, but uh, this is a tweet that came out uh, today. And it says here, the silliness is back after 1929, after 1968, after 2000, after 2008, the strain of silliness that's transformed bulls into bubbles completely and utterly disappeared. Move this out the way. But that familiar situation we had i'll just let that little situation right there silliness is not dead yet like 2001 before the iran before 9-11 before world.com and so this was quoted uh basically referring to how things are just completely just just does asinine things don't make sense and so all the events he named were ultimately game changers for the investing realm and so enron 9-11 world.com you know we know what happened all those things but uh lots of interesting bullet points here but just looking at the actual, let's, let's just look at the dollars here. Just look at the portfolio here. So this is uh, uh, Inside Peak from Zero Hedge in reference to what he sold. And all this red to the side here just shows how much he liquidated <laughs> and how literally he's holding. And what he's holding is very surprising in and of itself. But obviously it's government funded. And I assume that it has to do with the fact that if there is social and societal unrest, those particular that particular sector will do extremely well because the prisons and all those things, which is what he apparently uh, you know decided to put funds in, will do extremely well. So he it's like one of them counter investment opportunities there. Get rid of all the overly inflated stuff and then get in on a low on something that will definitely be <laughs> utilized heavily when sh- stuff hits the fan. But as you guys can see here, all the companies here we got Meta, he dumped Meta. And all these uh, Apple, uh, Google, he dumped all those tech stocks just because maybe their time is up for now, unless the government comes in and continues to prop things up. But once again, never say never. It is a race to the finish. So I'm sure they don't want this thing to end uh, before they're officially ready to roll out everything in accordance to what they have planned. Now, the goal is to uh, not have that those plans succeed. But uh, once again, it's all in God's hands. All right, let's keep it moving. A couple more articles here. Uh, just to give you an idea as more. So what's happening out here? The New York Empire State Factory gauge plunges in August. Deep, 
deep into contraction territory. And so just another indicator showing you the health of the overall consumer economy that is what our nation is comprised of. It's not doing too well. So just give you some figures here and I'll show a graph with you, but it says the business index, a gauge of manufacturing activity in the state plummeted 20, uh, from 42.4 points to negative 31.3 in August, uh, according to the Fed Bank, said on Monday. And it says economists had expected a reading of five, according to a survey by the Wall Street Journal. It says the index for uh, for new orders dropped 35.8 points to negative 29.6 in August. So going into, from positive into negative territory just lets you know that people are not consuming as much. And there's all the articles talking about how there's a backlog of you know all those items from the from the whole lockdown from two years ago, everything was on back order. So more, more likely more, more companies have more inventory than they're moving. So there's going to be some fire sales coming as well, but let me give you an idea of what that visual aid looks like. So this is just the overall business conditions referring back to the activity that those numbers that were given. So as you guys can see here, the last time it was this low were, during the lockdown time frame when the economy shut down and of course the great financial crises and literally what we're experiencing right here to the far right of the screen according to what the fed is not doing is just the beginning because they're talking about let me get shared with this this is this is the next thing that will be the canary in the coal mine so here we have the federal reserve balance sheet and so as of right now it peaked it peaked in April, as it says here, 413 at 9 trillion. And ever since then, they've been calling themselves dialing down. So from 413 to 727, 75 billion was allowed to just roll off. And so that this is an indicator of the overall tight conditions, just because we have a, as you guys already know this, we have a Ponzi scheme nature of a system to where only unless you continue to put into it are things able to artificially continue to expand in the moment you call yourself dialing back the bubbles automatically start losing air and that plays into the banking sector and everything else and ultimately is revealed in lack of liquidity i.e less lending higher borrowing costs therefore credit is not readily available and it impacts the banks because because there will come a day where there will be a credit lockup. And then at that moment, we'll find out what the Fed will do. In my, it's my opinion. They won't be pivoting. They're going to be transitioning to something else. But that's just my two cents. Anyway, keep it moving. A couple more articles here. And then we'll jump into something else. Uh, here is something. Outside of everything happening on our side, this says Russia vows to expand relations with North Korea. And so North Korea has been on the Western hit list for quite some time now. The former administration is the first one to ever go step two feet on North Korean soil. But then again, like the, like always, the deep state military industrial pharmaceutical uh, complex always have to ruin things to create rift between nations. It's just amazing how we all share this very small space called Earth. And there's always some type of problem that needs to be stirred up because it's all about greed and profit. And the people in the middle, they win anyway because they fund both sides. It's amazing, ain't it? At the expense of all the regular people. But we got Putin over here getting buddy-buddy with uh, Xi Jinping. I'm sorry, not Xi Jinping, but 
You guys know I'm talking about. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Kim Jong-un, <laughs> forgive me. So we'll see what happens from that. But uh, Russia is budding up with everybody the West doesn't want to mess with, which basically gains him more favor in the world to where it makes it easier when they roll out their next alternative currency that Kim Jong-un would definitely jump on board. So this plays into the just a little graph I showed you guys. This is what this is what that was for. Fed faces the balance sheet dilemma as the U.S. economy slows. So this basically just was saying what I was mentioning about how they're trying to pull the ultimate trifecta, raise rates, stop borrowing, and reduce the balance sheet at one time. It's never happened in human history. And there's no way the Federal Reserve can pull it off successfully just because it's not possible. It's not mathematically possible when, as I mentioned before, the only way you keep things going is QE to infinity. But then again, the game is already up. It just hasn't revealed itself as of yet because of how complex the system is. It's, it's, well, it's so complex, well beyond my understanding. So I'm still trying to figure all this out. I just happen to know some basic information here, which is at the end of the day, this is what they're, this is what they're up against. The clock continues to tick and the world, world is moving away from the petrodollar system. So China and Russia and everybody else is working on something else. And ultimately the reason why is because there's not much left in this per in this note right here. As I always say before, there's no financial future in a federal reserve note. It's not mathematically possible. So anyway, that's, that's just the, you know, economics one-on-one, <laughs> break it down to the very bare minimum. I call it monetary literacy. This is dollarnomics one-on-one. Anyway, keep it moving. Uh, let me spare you guys. I got a couple more articles here, but I'll spare you guys that. So let's, let's open the phone lines. I can rent forever, but I'm not. I got the basics of what's going on. We have the coming storm that the bankers are allowed to warn. And then we have Michael Burry dumping his portfolio and, Deciding to just, uh, yeah, literally get the hell out of Dodge. And like we've said before, all the major players, all the heavy investors, you know, it's on, you're either, either going to be stuck holding the bag, thinking you own something that really doesn't belong to you. More than likely, your average person has ETFs as well as the mutual funds where they just package together a little bit of everything for you and they give you a future date. Uh, what is it? Um, like the Vanguard 2060, 2070. And, it goes according to what they think is best, but you know that this is a part of what's going on right now. Things are changing, and unfortunately, a lot of people are still stuck in those systems, and I'm just not too confident in them myself. That's why I say, hey, you know, especially if you're on, on the younger side of things, you have time to go through some things, in my opinion, and uh, get yourself back on your feet if there happens to be a extreme severe event. But then again, if you're you know, a little bit older and you're either expecting to withdraw in the form of retirement. Uh, yeah, of course, everybody tuned in here. I know you got your weight up, so you got insurance on your fiat currency. So that'll definitely uh, play out in your favor in some capacity. But anyway, let me uh, stop ranting. So let's open the phone lines. Let's talk. I'm curious to hear what's going on. Phone lines are open. And if you have not, if you don't mind, hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Hopefully the algos kick in. And that's where I always say it's me versus the algos, and I, I know I'm not going to win. <laughs> so that's why I said make sure you guys connect with me on RTD Locals because that's where I will eventually be full-time. And, of course, Telegram throughout the day. Uh, I share stuff throughout the day and Twitter and everywhere else. So the link is in the description for that. But anyway, uh, there's other topics worth touching on. Feel free to throw out some things. We'll go a couple more minutes. Definitely would love to hear from you guys uh, directly. I'm just, uh, as I always mention, you know, I, I it's just, it's just, 
discerning the times, man. We're in very interesting times, and I'm excited about a lot of things, but unfortunately it has nothing to do really, really with the economy and the monetary system just because a lot of this stuff is just narrating the enemy's game plan, and I'm really excited about further educating myself and and ultimately building up my faith. I have to get my faith gauge. I get I get my faith meter <laughs> a lot higher just because I feel led to do that. Like, you know, like the Lord is literally saying, you know, I'm going to need it. And I'm saying, so I think we all going to need it. And so doubling down on your word intake, you know, literally getting the word in you more than you typically uh, do just because at some point you're going to need to make a withdrawal and you can't withdraw what you never deposited into. So that's for, that's for whoever out there needs to hear that. But anyway, uh, persistent resistance says central banks are in free fall. Uh, they scrambling, they scrambling. And a, a part of the reason they're scrambling is to get away from their own stuff as it hits the fan. So let me, uh, let me see. There's a headline I saw earlier. Let me see if I can grab it real quick. Uh, just mentioning how. Yeah. So here's the headline right here. Uh, that. Uh, let me zoom in some. So this has to do with, let me grab this on the screen here. So this says influence of central bank purchases over the price of gold. And so it just gives some insight as to how central banks running from their own mess have been getting heavy. Central banks have been buying gold for the last 10 years. Is this a buying indicator? So and it gives just a couple of metrics here. Number one, central banks have been net buyers of gold since 2009. Shows you some stats here. And then talks about the U.S. And of course, out of all this craziness, all central banks around us have been going towards gold. But the U.S., of course, mentions nothing about gold. Like it's not, it's nothing they can talk about because you, you can't have no uh, reminder that uh, the United States of America was once on a gold standard. And let me just for those who I mentioned that today marks the 51st anniversary where Nixon pulled the plug temporarily. And for those who are awake and aware, you know what's going on. So it's up to you to activate your own standard in reference to how you're going to protect and preserve yourself. And of course, the most undervalued asset of all times happened to be silver. But then again, the system and the players in the system had done a good job of enticing and exciting people to continue to think that there's value long term and short term. There is long term in digital assets. And I think a good indicator. Let me just just this is off the cuff real quick. I ain't got a call, but let me share something with you. Uh, let me see. Did I put it in the telegram earlier? I probably did not. But uh, the tornado cash event to me is a good indication. Let me bring this up real quick now. It's a good indication as to how the regulatory bodies and how they will. Let me see. Let me see if I can find this. US government tax sanction. So just some of the details of this i saw an article earlier i was going to try to do something on it but uh ultimately in this article here let me get this out the way i got too many windows open so it just says u.s government sanctioned open source crypto software tornado cash the tech industry is watching nervously so you have and i think it's in sweden if i'm not mistaken uh a developer alleged developer for this particular software has been picked up by a local local authorities and of course, they're going to use him as an example uh, as to what they don't want to see. 
And mind you, cryptocurrency is a it has a feature and a flaw. The feature is allows the government to see everything that you do, or if and if you don't allow them to do that, there's going to be a problem. That's the feature. And then the flaw is everything you do with open source projects that's publicly visible on a ledger is also a, it's, it's a surveillance coin to you. So the feature and flaw benefits them ultimately because they're going to use this as an example as to what uh, it, it'll send. It'll send the right message to other privacy protocols that no matter where you are, if you have anything to do with a open source project that is designed to obfuscate and keep our eyes off of you, we know where you're at. We're coming for you. So this could shake some things out severely. But uh, one of the articles I was reading earlier talked about the the, the potential fine of, I think it's up to $10 million. And I think it said 30 up to, up to 30 years in jail. If I'm not mistaken, it was, it was, it was some really harsh numbers. I think it was 10 years in uh, $10 million fine and 30 years in jail. And so they're literally like, they said, if us citizens engage with things that are sanctioned. So think about this sanctions used to be strictly, on nations that were considered bad actors or they just didn't play ball with the West. But now when you sanction a computer developer or you could a, a protocol, and then you associate developers and engineers along with that project here, that sends the tone to all the other privacy focused as well as other companies in a, in a computer space that this is serious. And this right here definitely going to give you more clarity as to what they really think of cryptocurrency and why they allowed it because they want it. They want it to succeed because it's going to benefit them. And I think if this Ethereum merger goes through next month, they're going to, like I've been saying it for quite some time, they're going from proof of work to proof of state because it benefits the banking sector and all the actors that are a part of the Ethereum Enterprise Alliance, which happen to be all the tech companies. And then at that point, they're going to change the tune to proof of work, talking about the climate, things like that. And then Bitcoin will come under some pressure as well. And believe me, they go, the miners, man, the miners all right now are all liabilities. The miners, to me, they're publicly traded companies in the U.S. Believe me, there's going to be some crackdown on them. And if you, and they, they can even say something so bold and so crazy as that if you are caught mining and if you are caught running a node, you can fall under the sanctions list. That's how severe things can go. And it's my opinion that at the end of all this digital distraction stuff, believe me, they're not going to just sit around and they're not going to compete with Bitcoin. They're not going to compete with digital assets. It's either CBDC or you're going to be on a sanctions list because especially with this IRS stuff, social credit stuff, man, believe me, I mean, this is about slavery, man. This is a modern day financial monetary slavery system that they're setting up i.e. the frameworks for the beast system that the Bible refers to. Yeah, believe me. I mean, government don't like competition, man. I'm telling you. But once again, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, Persistence says blockchain technology allows us to gain ownership without holding physical. It, if it is verifiable uh, on the blockchain, then you can use uh, fractional denominations. No doubt. 100%. But, you know, my own, one of the primary concerns is that the fungibility or lack thereof. If it's publicly visible to be audited in real time on the blockchain, it puts you in danger because 
yeah, it's just one of the things where enjoy it now. You know what I'm saying? Dip and dabble now. Enjoy it now. But I'm just saying, like, I just it just it just blows my mind that you know when all the dust blows and we get to the you know closer to 2030-ish, like the world we're gonna be living in, man, it's gonna be completely different. But then again, there's hope. I mean, of course, there will be great opportunities from all this, but it's one of the things where I like to be realistic. Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Hi, good evening, Mike. This is Latrice calling from Brooklyn. Latrice, what's going on with you? Um, all is well. Uh, I'm going to try to keep it as brief as possible. Um, first of all, you are keeping me encouraged with the scripture messages every day. That's my goal. Um, I'm so thankful that you have implemented that and you've been implementing more in your show. And I, I the, how I even got attracted to the beginning was you talking about Christ. So I that, that I just have to, yes, I just have to let you know that. So keep, keep on doing that. Cause if it's affecting me, probably it's affecting other people. So that's a blessing. For sure. One, it. two, the message I want to offer this time, um, to, uh, your viewers, listeners, audience, um, moving forward, being that we're going into, as the scriptures tell us, famine and death and all these things, mm -hmm. whether it's manufactured by man or, well, it's gonna be, it's gonna dilute, it's gonna appear to be through man's hands, but whatever. We know again who's the script behind these people. Right. But nonetheless, here's 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 a here's a, um, a tool or weapon, however you want to use it, mm -hmm. moving forward that God has just recently given me. So I'm gonna share this. Okay. You need to have the attitude of gratitude. Mm. When Christ fed the multitude of people. With you know the famous story of the two fish and the five loaves, mm -hmm. one of the things they said is that he gave thanks and broke the you know, and then yeah. they broke the food and then they shared it. That gratitude, he gave thanks. Mm -hmm. This will help increase your faith. The, there's many things the enemy is attacking, right? Yeah. Attacking. One of them is our hope. One of them is love. The other one is our faith, right? right. Now we know the greatest of these is love, but faith. In order to make it through, in order to endure, all things have to increase. Mm -hmm. And faith is definitely, we're moving into the night season. Right. And where there's not going to be nobody able to work. And in the night season, I mean, there's not going to be much light. Mm -hmm. So those who the Lord has made to be the salt of the earth and the light in the, in, in the world and darkness, you know, that'll be during the time of the, you know, like the, the harvesting of souls. But before we get to that, mm -hmm. as we're going into this night season, all these things that we're seeing, all this darkness that's increasing and stuff like that, yeah. is pushing people into like all these like weird behaviors and stuff like that. <laughs> this is just showing more proof that one, God's word is true. Yeah. Two, why people need to repent. Mm -hmm. We need to turn back to God right. and we need to increase our faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. So that means you're going to have to give thanks and believe that it's the, the God has already provided whatever it is that you need. Right. Thank you for protecting me, Lord. Thank you for seeing me through these hard times. Mm -hmm. Thank you for making a way when there's when there seems like there was no way. Thank you for at least providing us with a sustainable meal for today. Right. You know, we Baby don't have to, we, we have to <laughs> Yeah, you know, we have to start. Well, yeah, right, man doesn't live by bread alone, right? So mm -hmm. it's all of that too. So we're going to have to start having a type of mindset. Uh, last message I gave before when I called was um, don't lose your humanity. So this time mm -hmm. it's going to be have an attitude of gratitude. It may not sound like it's conventional um, thinking, mm -hmm. but 
being that we're dealing with spiritual matters and God does not deal with things, his thinking is, is not our thinking and his ways is not our ways. They're right. higher than our ways. Right. Again, that's something to share. So appreciate it. Folks, be blessed. Mike, keep Thank up you. the good work. We'll Stay do. Call me, carry on. Bless you and your family. Thank that's you. It. Thank you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Latrice from Brooklyn. Um, yeah, man, let's talk. Give me a call. Phone lines are open. Uh, feel free to throw out thoughts, ideas, suggestions. I'm definitely open. I uh, see a lot of back and forth out there. And of course, everybody has their own projects. I mean, like just there's more than enough crypto projects out there to keep us all. I ain't gonna say distracted, but to 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 compete for our attention, just put it like that. So um yeah, and I, of course I, I mentioned I've I'm aware of the space, I've been involved myself, excited about a few projects, but I'm not hanging my hat on them just because I, I knew and I saw the transition from disruption to adoption. That was a wide gap. But of course, at this current moment, we we've seen who has infiltrated and taken over, or it's been revealed who was behind all along. And so there's not a single project out here that hasn't gotten the approval or or there's not a single project on this list that has not been approved by the powers that be if they're going to exceed. Because every single project out here has, apart from BTC, we all say we all think we know who did it, whatever, whatever. But I'm talking about an actual board of directors, active developers that are building and all that other stuff basically labeling it a modern day publicly traded company type of event here in order to exist in the future that the global powers want to see you have to get their approval if not you'll be taken down i.e tornado cash is the primary one they don't want no privacy out there and the reason monero is still operational is because they use it (laughs) so like all the the bad actors which are the banks and things like that, they use it as well. So they're not going to push back against something they use because they need, they need a way of trying to, you know, backdoor the system too, beyond cash. So, but then again, it, it will come a point where once they get all the use case, they got out need out of it, they're going to turn it back on. And of course they're going to start attacking somewhere or another. And then also if they continue to move forward with the ID system, everything we utilize as far as a public service, Internet, cell phone, all your house utilities will require a digital ID verification type process that'll be linked to your bank account. And so if that system, which is already in play, it's rolled out in small countries first, and then they'll somehow, some way, make it to the remaining G20 or G7 nations last in order to keep your cell phone active all that prepaid stuff, all that stuff might end up going away because if you were a major carrier, was it T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T? Hell, those are only three, I think. Let me know. There might be one or two more, but as you can see, they've consolidated power to two or three or four. More than likely, if you're watching now, you got one of those carriers. So <laughs> if you if you don't re-up digital ID, all that stuff, like, so you're going to say, so it's just, you see how they're trying to cut us off. They're trying to cut us at, the, at you know, down under. So, uh, they go. The goal is to make it very difficult and challenging to where you submit. And of course, even with the CDC now going back on all the craziness that they've come out with, I just think about all the lives that have been lost 
a much greater number than we'll ever know. And on top of that, the ones who are yet to be impacted heading into the flu season, you know, just, you know, the enemy's working. And that's why we've never needed the kingdom more than we do now. But thank God. That's what I'm saying. Double down on your word, get your word, increase your word. And as the trees mentioned, gratitude changes things. And that's something that I need to be more conscious of my conscious of myself being grateful. Um, all right. What else we got here? What we got? What we got? What we got? Uh, I appreciate everybody as always plugging in with me, man. If you have not yet hit that thumbs up button, hopefully that does the video some good. Just so more people can come across this channel. The goal is to try to give an alternative perspective to get you to think outside the box for yourself. Let you go do your own homework. Don't trust me. I'm just a man with a mic and a camera. Go do your own homework. Dive deep into it. Make sure you know what you know, what you know. Then get verification from the Holy Spirit. Uh, did Jesus 3D print two fish? <laughs> Oh man, I just, I just, yeah, I just, man, I, okay. Let me share something with you real quick, and I'm gonna end it on this one. Uh, you know, so okay, so as I mentioned before, for those plugged in, I've been diving more into the subject line, subject matter of eschatology, you know, end time theology, just because it's extremely exciting to me. Like I just, I just can't not do it. It's just I have to. But also, just for the sake of better clarity, I like to not just focus on the Bible. So I've dived into the Quran a little bit just to see the contrast and viewpoints because the three biggest religions for the most part is Christianity, Islam, and Judaism in a sense. And those are probably the most three important religions on the planet. All three of them, they are important to what, five, six billion people and they all don't line up. <laughs> so I like to find out where they don't line up at and and I've learned a lot about, you know, I've learned, I'm learning a lot, I must admit. And it just further increases my faith and, and the fact that how it just, it just further highlights how, man, how, how accurate to me scripture is in reference to end time prophecy, because it's just hard to uh, deny some things. But anyway, let me just share this with you real quick. Uh, and this just, I'll, I'll leave it at this because this kind of disturbed me. But then again, I'm used to it. So here we have. On the screen here, here we have a hip hop artist mimicking the crucifixion, crucifixion while he's rapping. Now he's literally rapping and the camera's around him and he's got his gold on, his silver on, whatever he got on. And I'm thinking like, man, only Christianity do they allow and does the media as well as society in general, like make fun of, mock, spit on, kick, throw shade at. If you do that to any other, not any other, if you do that to any other or in one particular religion, they'll, you know what I'm saying, that's it's a rap. Like, they're not having it. But yet, you can get away with stuff like this. And of course, this is considered entertainment. It got 1.7 million views. And it's a short little clip. But I'm thinking like, wow, like this is making a mockery of the, the, the I'm going to leave it at that. But anyway, it's just. This is what's happening. This is the time we're in. It's nothing new. It's just intensifying. It's becoming more uh, blatant in reference to how foolish people are becoming to where it's all about, I guess, making a dollar bill off that, whatever the song is. So, but those are the people our young generation look up to. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, um, what we got here. So anyway, people, I appreciate you for hanging out with me. We're approaching our 40 minute mark. If you have not, make sure you hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And then before we go to make sure everybody here, if you have not already, definitely go back 
and uh, click the link beneath this video here. Get plugged into all the resources. I want to make sure I 80, 70 something videos going through all the history of the de-dollarization process, which is extremely important because this basically gets you caught up to date on how Russia and China, every handshake, I think I total prior to pre-prior to COVID, I think I, I tallied 18 handshakes between Putin and Xi throughout the last couple of years. And every handshake only strengthened their agreements, their alliances and contracts and memorandum and all those other things to where it's like, you know, they already know the end of all this as far as how it's going to play out in the monetary realm. They're just literally waiting on things to deteriorate further because ultimately the we're the West, they're just shooting the damn self in the foot by these sanctions. It is amazing. Um, what do we got here? Vance, appreciate you, man. Says Mike, I recommended looking into this common law, uh, Escatel trust. I am removing myself and all assets from my personal name and putting all my assets in my new Christian trust, man, common law ecclesiastical okay common law ecclesiastical trust vince that is that's some serious stuff i know nothing about that so give me do me a favor put me on game as to who is who's who's educating you who's working with you on that type of stuff because i definitely would love to do some research as well and then of course if anybody's interested google common law ecclesiastical trust you can get more information on it but um that's something new to me so appreciate you man Definitely, you know, shoot me an email. Let me know what you got going on there. I definitely love to learn more. Um, all right. So anyway, that's all she wrote. As always, click the link below if you guys want to. Make sure you connect rtd.locals.com, rtd.locals.com, and get plugged in and just become a member or you can come as a supporter. And then if you're a content creator, share your stuff, do what you got to do there, and the community can bless you there as well. So the goal is to make it interactive. And, of course, if you have not, get your weight up. I'm going to do a video tomorrow. Uh, do a little box opening, whatever. Got a fresh package, so I want to definitely show you what's in there. But anyway, uh, that's all she wrote, people. Be blessed, be safe, and may the Lord continue to watch you, bless you, keep you, protect you. Be grateful for what you have because it always could be worse. Shalom. <laughs>